That is a tasty beverage. Well, it is definitely the beer of champagnes. Yes, this is true. It's not it's not Sprite, though. But uh-huh. <laughs> God, I hope everyone gets that joke. Whatever. <clears throat> it was a good movie. It's iconic. What movie? Th- that I just quoted all that from? The Beer of Champagnes? No, that is a tasty beverage. Pulp Fiction Man. Oh, I haven't seen that in years. Oh, you're disappointed. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, good it movie. is. Good movie. It's amazing. Whoops. That that, well, that I'll was, clean that up. <laughs> that was talented. That was that was really talented. <clears throat> yeah, that's what Johnny Ernst just whipped a uh, <laughs> bottle cap across the studio and managed to hit one of the lights instead of anything else <laughs> remotely where a bottle cap should go. There was a garbage can behind it. Is my goal. Mm-hmm. The other one went there without issue. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, are you ready to hear the? The final finale. Yeah, Finito. the conclusion of Ultimate Adventure. Now, obviously, I'm going to probably be talking about Ultimate <coughs> Adventure for months to come, different oh, yes, things yes, that come yes. up, but uh, the conclusion of Remember, the I, I do recap. think I may have promised people a potential interview with Chad. Yeah, not this episode. No, 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 not this one, no. In the future, in yeah, the future. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely interview him. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's time to hit the trail, lock in those hubs, and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. Broadcasting from the Thin Line Off-Road Studio, they're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up, here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. So, um... Well, you know, where did I leave you off last week, man? Was it? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Well, it was, was the end of day ago. six? We were talking about. That was the beginning of day six, or was it? Oh no, that's six? right. The day end of day five, <coughs> partying with the people yeah, from from O'Reilly, from O'Reilly's yeah. in the uh, Cody, Wyoming parking yes, lot, yes. Uh, Cody Hotel. Fine source for quality auto parts. Yeah, there you go. Please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I always love those guys in their red shirts. So. Oh. oh. <laughs> wrong place, wrong place. Oh, wrong place. We're trying what? to get a sponsorship. Oh, That's the okay. other guys. I mean, they're they're good. They're pretty All good right. too. Uh, so the day six, we left Cody and we headed towards the area that is known as the Badlands of Wyoming. I've heard of this place. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. And I tell you what, for I, I've heard about it too. More dust, more smoke. Although I think day six is when we finally started to get to see the sun, which nice. was really nice. Yeah. Uh, but we're going along, and I didn't know what to expect with the Badlands. I'd never really looked it up, never really Googled it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Wyoming before, but I'd never been to the Badlands region. Yeah. Wasn't really sure what we had going on there. and uh, But apparently, it's... Not as mountainous as what we'd been doing. Yeah. It, but it wasn't plains per se either. And so we're going along and, you know, we're just, we're checking this out and we're, um, you know, we're, we're going up and down along through these, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, one of the things was, is throughout the trip, you might've seen a couple of pictures. I was wearing my ski goggles. Yes. I have these kind of amber tinted ski goggles and i wasn't wearing them as a joke or anything like that Mm -hmm. the dust and sand was so bad that yeah they were great they actually recommended in one of the 
the previous emails before the trip, they nice. said uh, ski goggles or dust goggles are highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So I brought my ski goggles. They did. They worked great. I, I wore them almost every day on the trip. Nice. We're going along, but through the amber-tinted lens of the ski goggles, I swear we were wheeling on Mars. <laughs> I mean, that's what this looked like. It looked nice. like the Martian landscape, like rocks and little <clears throat> hills. And, yeah. Uh, but there was tumbleweeds and, you know, the dust. Not really tumbleweeds, but little scrub and, yeah. and stuff like that. But it was... It was pretty wild. That's awesome. And so we're going along what they called Fenton Pass, which is all like dirt and whatnot. And uh, we eventually get to this area where we all pulled over out in the middle of absolutely somewhere, uh, nowhere, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and uh, uh, Vern Simmons, who is the tech editor for Peterson's. Uh, or four-wheeler? Now four wheeler, yeah. but okay. they're yeah. He's he's tech editor for years. He gets out and he, um, uh, you know, he starts showing us around. And this is an area, and he starts telling us these personal stories. Yeah. He grew up. His dad was a paleontologist. Okay, and they traveled all around the world, but spent a lot of time I've in this, a movie that started this way. Uh, that was every every episode's of Friends. Ross was a paleontologist, but anyways. Um, so they traveled all around the world searching for fossils and stuff like that. And he was super knowledgeable about them, but they spent a lot nice. of time in Wyoming. So this one area they'd specifically spent a lot of time in. So he started showing us how to hunt for fossils and nice. So we're going along and people are finding these, you huh. know, fossilized, whatever. I found a couple of pieces and he's like, yeah, he goes, that's about 50 million years old. That's fossilized uh, prehistoric turtle shell of some sort. Nice. And you could see, like, the little bone structures and stuff. It's really that's cool. cool. It was really neat. And he was telling us all these stories, and it was just, I, I don't even know how to explain it, man. You just had to be there. It was one of those things where you had to be there. Yeah. But listening to him, and he's telling us these really, like, deeply personal family stories of what his dad did. He's telling us over... And after we left, he's telling us his stuff over the radio. Nice. He's getting on the radio, and he's just like, yeah, and my dad did this, and we did this, and we went here, and we did this. And uh, it was just... It was the most intimate part of UA in my mind. It was It was super, super cool. Um, Vern, uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I know we're friends on Facebook, but um, I, I can't tell you enough on how much i appreciate it it was so so cool uh one of my favorite parts of the trip honestly was listening to Vern's stories about you know those days and then him that, teaching that's us what too. i love about those kind of events just talking with the guys the whole been there done that just the history the knowledge they have of areas and things like that i absolutely love that it's so cool he it just it was really really neat we yeah. um you know i uh I just had a really good time doing that. Yeah. I mean, it brought out the inner nerd in all of us. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just yeah. you know people looking for the, the fossils and doing all the different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was that was one of my highlights of the trip as well. So, you know, we leave there, and we, we ended up hitting um, pavement again. Mm-hmm. And that was for the rest of the day. So we're going along. And mind you, we're down to 25 rigs now because the Quigley van's still not repaired. Mm-hmm. And we're uh we're going along and we had heavy heavy elevation a lot of steep climbs but they're on main roads yeah you know these are main highways uh they did their best to avoid freeways Mm -hmm. i think we did less than 100 miles of freeway on the entire trip that's awesome um 90 of what we did was dirt road Mm -hmm. we did 
probably 10% highway, maybe maybe 80%, not to dirt road, but dirt road and off-roading, maybe, maybe uh, you know, 10% or so highways, and then the freeways as well. Nice. Um, but uh, so we're going along, and, uh, you know, we're doing these steep, heavy inclines, these elevations going up, just going crazy. And this was when, transmission-wise, it started to separate mm. the men from the boys. Uh, manuals, we're not having any problem. Naturally. The automatics are just puking left and right. They're mm-hmm. overheating. They're, uh, you know, they're spewing fluid. Um, it was it was crazy. I don't know who was the first to go out on that with the automatics, but uh, uh, we had a number of people that, you know, and then they were vapor locking. I know Jeff yeah. was having that problem with his uh, uh, scout, and we were just like, it, it, we were just having problem after problem with that. So people are pulling everybody else up the hill. I know the tracker with the automatic had a problem. Ian, uh, all of a sudden, loses, like, I think all forward years or something. I don't know, something started going on with him. Mm-hmm. Just totally cooking his transmission. He was hmm. he thought his was done. True car guy, man. He calls up some people back home. Uh, he used to be a GM tech at a, before he was a teacher, he was a GM tech, uh, trans tech at a GM dealership. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, send me, overnight me, a TH400 rebuild kit. I need to rebuild it in the parking lot tonight. <laughs> One more day of wheeling, he's going to rebuild his trans in the parking lot of the hotel. Holy crap. He was going to do it. But, wow. Uh, I think, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think it was Christian uh, Hazel. He, uh, um, he, he gets on the phone or gets a hold of the radio and says, Hey, so and so just down the road is kind of a friend of the cronies and friend of the group, kind of waiting for you guys, and you can take it over to his shop and work on it. So they arranged for Ian to take his um, his tube jeep, which it was that thing. Speaking of his rig, he was on like forty two inch crawler stickies. Uh, he had it was a full tube car that you like peeled an LJ from and then put it onto nice. it. So the whole frame was all custom. It's nice. really sweet rig. Um, he takes this thing. I even helped him work on it one night. He needed to make a heat shield for his shifter because he had burned up a shifter cable and Jeez. some trans lines and all sorts of stuff. Gets this thing over there, and that night um, they went digging into it, and just the fluid had been burnt to a crisp. So he yeah. did a full flush out of it, and he had enough power that he was able to go nice. on day seven. So very cool. He's able to join us again. Um, so for day six, you know, after doing that and having all these elevation problems with all of the rigs, uh, we finally limped into with a couple of the rigs on ropes. Which here you go, mm. shout out sponsor. Bubble or oh, bad, 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 bad. <laughs> Voodoo Rope, yeah, was the sponsor. Um, Voodoo Rope had these awesome, awesome ropes that they gave out to all the drivers. Nice. Um, they, I have never seen an off-road rope f- that works such so good as a toe strap, mm-hmm. but then also as a snatch strap. And then, like, if you're off-road because they're round instead of being a flat strap, yeah. When people were pulling over rocks and stuff, they just like slid right over the rocks. Nice. Super nice. Voodoo rope, great product, great product. Awesome. Um, but anyways, um, so a couple of guys got pulled in on voodoo ropes. We pulled into at like 9.30 at night, Mount Rushmore. Nice. I didn't even know they were open that late, 
and we pull in, and we got to see Mount Rushmore at night. I've cool. been there once before during the day, so now I've seen it at nighttime, too. That's awesome. Honestly, I think it looks cooler at night than it does during the day. I believe. Do they like light the faces up, or it's just kind of animatronic? They do, and they're animatronic. Nice. They come out live like at Disney oh, World. Oh, that's you cool. Know? No, that's you not. <laughs> Like a night at the museum, but they're talking. Yeah, yeah. That's they, awesome. They, they, you know, they tell you their story, <laughs> like when you're at Disney, you know, and nice. four score and seven years ago and all that. But no, nice. no. Nice. They do light them up, though. They light up the whole side of the mountain. That is uh, awesome. They light up the Hall of Flags there. Nice. Um, it was really cool. Really yeah. cool. Real patriotic kind of moment. Um, cool. A lot of people out there. I was surprised how many people were out there for that time of night. Yeah. Um, it's super cool to see it at night. Nice. I was a little disappointed because the last time I was at Mount Rushmore, their cafe was open. It was mm. closed this time because probably because of the hours. Uh, and they had some of the best soup I ever had in my life. So I was hoping <laughs> nice. to get some soup that night, but it didn't happen. Uh, oh, damn. And no then soup. Uh, No soup for you. Eh? Yeah. No soup for me. <laughs> Uh, and then the Gutsum Borglum Museum, the guy who carved Mount Rushmore was closed, so we didn't get to see that. Mm. But I've been there before. It was super, super yeah. cool. But So it was neat to do that. And then, of course, we tried to drive back into town in uh, Piedmont there, which apparently is kind of like our little town here, and everything just closes at 8 o'clock. So uh, there was bummer. no dinner available. Like, we bummer. went all over the place, uh, and we finally uh, were just like, all right, we're eating Cliff Bars for dinner. And so... Bummer. So that's what we ended up doing, but um, so you know everybody settled in. We didn't really have much of a parking lot thing that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just kind of a all right. We got one more day of wheeling. Everybody yeah. get ready for tomorrow because we were pretty exhausted. I mean, we yeah. we'd been wheeling six days. <laughs> well, wheeling six days and then the trouble. Exactly. Yeah. So we get going, and uh, you know the next morning we had a nice final drivers meeting. Um, and you know everybody's like they're like okay we're going to this area and one of the nice things is about day seven was unlike every other day where we had done maybe a couple hundred miles plus Mm -hmm. a bunch of wheeling we literally were driving like 15 miles out of town if that maybe 10 yeah to a off-road area where all of the wheeling with it was within a couple of acres. <laughs> nice. And it was this trail that just snaked back and forth upon itself. Mm-hmm. Hardcore rock nice. crawling. Big ledges. Nice. Big drop-offs. Um, it was just something crazy. Before we did that, though, we did... Um, I don't know what the road was called, but it was like the road to Rushmore. Okay. And if you go along, it was... It went through tunnels that they carved between the rock and everything, oh, cool. and you know, went all the way up, and we got to see Mount Rushmore at daytime nice. from a distance. Super cool. Uh, one of the guys, um, I, I don't remember. I think it was Dave Tucker, might have been Ian Tucker. They had the only Land Cruiser on the trip. They had an FJ40 that was on uh, an FJ60 and FJ80 at rear axle. Hmm. Um, cleanest build there. This yeah. thing looked like. <laughs> It was just one of those just top-notch builds. Yeah. Everything was plated right. Everything was that painted awesome. right. Beautiful rig. Um, they did a time-lapse video that you can find nice. online of us doing the drive up to Rushmore. Mm. And it's really cool to watch because it only takes like two minutes, but you get to see the whole drive. How long was and, it normally? I don't know. It was like 45 minutes maybe. Oh, wow. It was, pre- it was pretty cool. So that is seriously condensed. That, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I definitely got to go and find all this I'll stuff. I'll have to try to share it at 4x4 Talk <laughs> yeah. or something, but 
Tucker guys, that by the way, they were super cool. Uh, invited, they were re-invited readers. They were invited readers last year when they went to Alaska. Nice. And they were re-invited this year. So, nice. Uh, I don't know if they'll be re-invited again because um, a lot of times I guess they do like two years and then they don't. I don't know how that works. I don't either. I learned a lot of different things, but some of the stuff's still a mystery to me. Yeah. But uh, super cool, Reg. Super cool people. Really laid back. Another father-son team. We had a couple father-son teams on nice. this thing. Um, it was really neat. So, you know, so anyway, so we get out um, to the, uh, what's an area that's called the Bikini Trail. Okay. And it is maintained by the Black Hills Four Wheelers. It's a club out there. And they have been, they were the ones that uh, worked with um, the Forestry Service out there to designate this trail system. Nice. And it is meant for full size users. It's not a side by side trail, that's it's not cool. a bike trail. It is meant for four by fours. Nice. So we get out there and we start wheeling. And I mean, we realized right away that this was a rock crawling day mm-hmm. and that it was the kind of day where, as Trent McGee said, he said, you might only make 700 yards for the day. <laughs> like, Jeez. it was, it, there was a lot of, so we're going along. Um, Chad, great. I mean, he got right into it. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting out of the rig. Um, I drove maybe 30% of this trip, by the mm. way. Chad drove about the rest of the 70%. But on, on day seven, I got out of the rig, and I just started taking pictures. Because, nice. you know, one, I didn't want to be cooped up in a rig that was only moving half a mile an hour <laughs> yeah. at tops. But at the same time, that was a good time. So he's going along, and I'm watching everybody else, and I'm taking pictures of all the other rigs. Um, and... There was, you know, they they'd done a couple cool little obstacles, and there was this tight twist around a tree. Really neat neat thing, though, is we're on the top of this mountain, and we are wheeling within view of Mount Rushmore. Oh, cool. We could see Mount Rushmore from where we wheeling. So that was really, it was off awesome the distance. Awesome backdrop for pictures. <laughs> you couldn't see it in the pictures. It was too much oh. of a dot, in the, but you could see it with the naked eye. You could nice. tell, hey, that's Mount Rushmore over there. That's awesome. So that was really cool. So we're in yeah. South Dakota, obviously, at this time. And so we're going along, and... Uh, there's this tight little twist in the trail, and then it, an uphill climb with some pretty sizable boulders and rocks. Mm-hmm. Well, Vern Simmons and myself had sat up on the this one ledge, and um, you know a bunch of other people were there too, and they were watching all the rigs go up. Some of the guys had to winch. Some of the guys were able to get up over it, <clears throat> and uh, we're sitting there, and Vern was doing something with his his phone, and one of the guys. Um, we hear a bunch of yelling up the trail. Well, apparently, uh, Corby from Warren had, uh, um, you know, Warren winches and all that. Yeah. They, they had a CJ seven out there, nice. uh, and they had blown up the front axle. Ooh. And, uh, so everybody's running up there and they're taking video and they're taking pictures. And so myself and Vern, we're still sitting there as Jeff from IH parts America comes up and he's got his scout too. And, he comes up and he's kind of hitting it and he's getting passenger tire airborne, passenger tire airborne, passenger tire airborne. He's, he's hitting the rocks and we're kind of half, you know, there was a guy that was down there that was kind of half spotting him and we're kind of watching for him. And he just kind of got frustrated and he hits it hard. And I could not get my camera over to video mode fast enough. Oh. I just started hitting the <clears throat> picture button. He goes up in the air and did a barrel roll <laughs> and down onto the driver's side. Oh. Um, 
of course, I immediately stop then and run down to make sure he's okay. Yeah. And everybody else runs over there. and But I was the only one that got pictures of the roll, mid-roll. Nice. And uh, they get him out of there. Windshields popped out. The nah. door's all smashed in. Um, you know, he, at first he's like, oh my God. But then he was, he was, he was cool. He was cool. He's like, yeah, this part of wheeling. And, oh, yeah. you know, um, he's like, the scout will live again. And <laughs> so nice. they flopped it back over. They actually got it running. Mm-hmm. Um, even though a lot of oil had made its way up into the cylinders and stuff, they mm-hmm. got it rerunning again. And he drove back. Yeah. He drove it back out to the trailhead. Nice. So, um, hopefully I'd love to see what, what he does with it. If he restores it or if he mm-hmm. puts it back on the, on the trail or whatnot. But so everybody's like, Oh my God, I can't believe we missed it. First flop <laughs> at UA. And it's like, well, you guys are all paid attention to the stupid axle shaft. that's broken, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, uh, you know, people were continuing on the trails and they were doing some, uh, some crazy climbs and the winches came out probably more than they had ever yeah. on the trip so far. How did uh, Chad do with the whole? How far did he get? More than seven hundred yards, at least. Well, everybody made the whole trail except oh, for nice. Jeff and the scout. Yeah, nice. We were tail gunning that day. We were right at the back. In fact, the only ones behind us were, I think, it was Clifton Slay actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had come around and we get out to this. I forgot what they call it. It was kind of a waterfall kind of type Ooh, climb area, cool. rocks, you know, but it was it was a sheer climb straight up and you had to bridge um your passenger tire on like a pointy rock ledge and your driver tire on the other side. And I think in I didn't see all the first half of the group go through. I think that uh, Dave Chappelle and his Mazda might have been the only one that I saw that did it without a winch. Huh. Um, nice. So they eventually, they would get the guys to get their front end up over it, and then they'd, mm. they'd run winch. And, of course, everybody's running a Warren winch. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody that didn't have a Warren winch. Nice. Um, i got to hook mine up still. <laughs> and uh, they ended up, uh, they'd pull them the rest of the way. Mm. Well, uh, Ian comes along. And he's got the 42 stickies on there, and he starts, like, hitting it, and he's like, you know, actually, I think Ian got up without a winch, I do think, yeah. after this, though. Ooh. he uh, So he's hitting it, and he's kind of taking different lines, and next thing you know, oh, boom, there goes Ian's tube car over <laughs> onto the passenger side. Nice. Ian climbs out the side of it, you know, he's like, oh, woo you know. He was fine. He was cool. We flop it back oh, down. Can you make that noise again? woo No, he didn't make that noise. That was just, Aww. you know, but. It disappoints me. <laughs> so, uh, but he was cool. Uh, we flopped thing back over, and uh, you know everybody. I think we pushed that one by hand. We had nice. to use three winches to get Jeff Scout upright <laughs> because it was up the side of the hill. Like, yeah, it was like in dire Jeez. danger of going further. So, Jeez. Um, but Ian kind of flopped over onto fairly level ground. Yeah. So. Uh, flipping back down, he does it a couple more times, and I'm pretty sure he got up without a winch. Nice. But, uh, that is the only obstacle that Chad bypassed the entire trip because mm-hmm. everyone was getting winched up it, and it was starting to get dark. Yeah. Our phones were saying it was going to be raining soon, so we're mm. like, and we knew we had one more serious obstacle after yeah. that. So Let's it was get like, get out while we can, kind of thing. So, so we went, the, we took the bypass <laughs> on that. Um, I think Clifton might have taken the bypass. I'm not sure. We get up around, and then the last one was kind of a, a multi-step ledge rock climb thing, mm-hmm. and um, 
Chad gave it his all to, you know, Austin, the cameraman. He thought it was the coolest thing because he's like <laughs> hitting this thing and he's like, wham, 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 you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, but he just couldn't get to the top. Bummer. I don't, I know the one of our trail guides had a rear steer rock buggy and he climbed up to the top of it, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of guys were getting winched on that one as oh, well. Bummer. But uh, it's still, I mean, total blast. So. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. So we ended up, uh, you know, getting that thing up there, and then we all got out, and uh, we get to the very end of the trail, mm-hmm. and uh, they do, like, uh, impromptu driver's meeting, very, uh, just kind of a rap type thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Christian comes out, and he's like, hey, he goes, um, couple of things he goes uh one we usually do a banquet at the end of ua because of covid though we're not allowed to mm. uh he's like so this is the end you know he's like you guys you know you're on your own now but officially there's no more uh you know no more involvement from motor trend and stuff which was true and yeah he said but they gave everybody a gift bag he's like nice. we got a gift bag for everybody it had like trail mix in it five nice. hour energy and a cigar so nice. it was really Very nice cool. Um, and he thanked everybody for coming and they, they talked a little bit. Well then, um, and it's already past dark. So then we all make our way back to the hotel and, uh, we go and get some food. Uh, there was a, a great little restaurant, um, next door. We got some gourmet burgers and stuff. Um, but then we go back. Well, Ian, uh, had once again treated everyone to pizza. Nice. And so everybody's out in the parking lot. Now it's just a parking lot party, yeah. you know, and. And, and people were still distancing and all that. I mean, it just, you know, but it was still, it was really nice. It was That's just, awesome. you know, it, was, it had no, it wasn't official Motor Trend thing or anything, but like mm. even the Motor Trend guys and, and the Peterson's guys and everybody yeah. was out there. That Every, is awesome. Everybody's just like talking trucks. Yeah, that and, sounds like fun. Yeah, we were out there till like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning just, just chilling, nice. you know. Um, yeah, the ice cream van um, did awesome. He peeled his back bumper, like flattened <laughs> it. Um, nice. You know, I'm trying to think of any other major carnage that was on the trip. Um, yeah, we, one rig, one of the vans broke a steering box. Uh, there was, yeah, there's a number of, of breaks and stuff, but we got 25 rigs out of the initial 26 to finish the event that's awesome the quigley van could have finished if we could have gotten the part we just couldn't get the part so that was the problem with that but that's a bummer but hey always next time oh yeah um sponsors we had um uh skyjacker suspensions um was there they had some awesome products we had a skyjacker lift on the uh the sport that we were driving the jku um, I said Bubba Rope was there, Onyx. Nope, nope, nope. Not Bubba Rope. Why do I, I think they were an old sponsor of you, Yeah, they, they were at okay. one point, yeah. Voodoo Rope, sorry. Voodoo <laughs> Rope. Sorry, Voodoo guys. Voodoo <coughs> Rope was there. Um, Warren, of course. Warren Winches. Um, Cummins was an engine sponsor. Onyx, Quick Draw Brand. Them. Yep, Quick yeah. Draw Brand. Uh, all these sponsors are what made this event happen. Yeah. You know, they pay a sponsorship fee, and that covers, you know, not only the giveaways, but it covers trail fees and, yeah. and just all sorts of things and the camera crew and, and everything to make this thing happen. That's and awesome. It was just super, super cool. One day. One yeah. day. <laughs> I'm, well, I talked to Chad. So Chad did ride back with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had actually, the night before, we grabbed the truck and trailer and brought it back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And so we loaded up, and we were you know, out of there, what did that have been? Sunday morning, I think. 
Um, so we were out of there a pretty good time in the morning. We're driving down the road and we're talking, and he's totally in for next year nice. as a sponsor. He is planning on building his swivel frame power wagon that he has. Nice. And uh, and taking that, uh, and it's going to be Cummins powered. It looks nice. like so very nice. It's going to be a pretty sweet rig. Uh, he loves this. He he told me he said, and, and really I you know maybe we should wait to talk to Chad. But one thing he did tell me is he said he didn't fully get the off road, the the appeal to spending the kind of money that people do to go to the off road community mm-hmm. until he did UA. Yeah. And I told him, I says, you're going to be disappointed from everything else now. No. <laughs> but no, I've done, I have done, and all honestly, I have done harder core mudding, harder core rock crawling, mm-hmm. all that stuff at different points. But that was the first time in my life I did a week straight of wheeling. Yeah. I mean, that was just, it was crazy. That you know? is awesome. Um, we drove home. Um, we made one pit stop. Well, actually, two. We stopped at Wall Drug and got more donuts. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're famous, famous donuts, you know. Just and keep then, talking about them donuts you didn't bring. Oh, they're huge. Just go they're ahead big. and keep doing it. And then we... Um, you know what? I'm going to drink my beer and I'm not looking at you the go. rest of this night. So then we... Uh, he had some engines from his business that he had purchased forever ago that were sitting in a storage place in um, uh, Kansas City. So we nice. made a little bit of a detour to Kansas City, and we loaded some nice. engines on the trailer with the Jeep. That's cool. And, uh, you know, we talked and chatted the whole way back, and it was funny because he'd gone, in my eyes, from this guy that, you know, was a newbie to this to being a seasoned hardcore wheeler and, and really <laughs> yeah. enjoying it that's awesome um and so you know in his products i mean without fail we had no issue with the quick draw products whatsoever nice. actually i mean i don't think anybody had any issue with any of the sponsored products whatsoever awesome uh and that that's something to be said oh I yeah mean, uh, you know, we, we maybe bent our skyjacker control arms a little bit, like when we landed at four foot jumps and stuff, but you know, it's yeah, still drove it home. That says a lot right there. And the metal cloak, yeah. uh, fab stuff. Uh, they were not an official sponsor, but they supplied it for his build, uh, nice. held up so well. Um, no problems with the voodoo ropes. Nice. Uh, the new war. Hey, wheel, hey, you said it right this time. The, yeah. The worn <laughs> wheels were cool. The, um, you know, no one had a tire failure with the Falcons. Cool. We had one. Uh, so the the Skyjacker Bronco. I don't remember what tires he was running, but they were older tires, and mm-hmm. he did have a sidewall let go, but it was uh, not a Falcon. Nice. Um, nice. The Falcon tires. We didn't have so much as a nail on a tire. Nice. I mean, just that's impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, you know, saw so many cool things. Um, I, you know, I totally missed that. Uh, I don't remember what day it was now. It's like day four or five, we went and we saw an old abandoned mining um, facility where they had like a big steam-driven machine and everything's cool. all abandoned out in the woods and stuff. And That is so cool. So, yeah, you know, and huge shout-out to um, Kirsten Hazel, of course, puts this, was putting this whole thing on, and I think it was the first time he officially did all of this. Maybe last year was, I, but... Uh, Trent McGee for for running all these trails pre-running it takes him weeks to pre-run it oh, all I believe it. and figure it all I out. Believe it. Um, Sam Gillis tail gunned the entire trip. Nice um, and ate so much dust. <laughs> uh, you know, poor guy. Uh, you know, all the UA cronies, all the UA staff, uh, Motor Trend staff, four wheeler staff, all these everybody. And you know that was that was something about the trip too, buddy. Um, 
when you do an off-road trip or a vacation or any event where you do with a group of people, especially with 50 people, mm-hmm. you know, we had about 50 people, maybe a little more than that, including the camera crew. Yeah. When you do a trip with 50 people for a week, you expect a little bit of drama. Mm-hmm. You expect people to maybe get on each other's nerves and stuff. Yeah. There was none of that. That I is I mean, awesome. it was, if it was out there, I ne- we never saw it. That's awesome. Um Everyone was super cool with each other. Everyone, you know, nobody wanted to deal with the Rona stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knew that we had, nice, to, we had to play yeah. nice. Um, you know, Clifton put, Oops. you know, such an awesome effort into all of that. Yeah. Just everyone that was there, it was just, it, it was so that cool. That was awesome. It was, everybody just got along. And That's what I love about trips like that. I, I haven't done big trips in that kind of volume, but... You know, smaller trips, we get 15, 20 people that uh, you got to group together, and it, it's just awesome when everybody can get along and there's no BS, no drama, no arguing, fighting, complaining, or anything like that. That's amazing. Exactly. That it is w- incredible. It was just, you know, there was, you didn't even have so much as somebody that was super opinionated about something yeah. or anything. I mean, it was just, everybody was just laid back and That's chill. That's awesome. And everybody was sitting around the bonfires and drinking bourbon and, and, pop and awesome. you know and beer and whatever and um you know and it was it was super cool to be able to meet a lot of my four by four icons and stuff and oh, i'm yeah. hoping that we can bring some of them on the podcast in the that near future here um you know i know they all busy schedules and stuff too but yeah even some of the guys from <clears throat> some of these companies oh i forgot to mention off-road design they were mm-hmm. they they built they were the official um transfer case doubler oh um, nice you know, people of uh, UA, and then Quigley was—they had their custom drive shafts, and mm-hmm. uh, they were the the van sponsor. So nice, you know, so many cool people, and and that is awesome. It, it was really, man. You know, I hope that over these last three episodes, I've been able to tell you the story of it a little oh, bit, yeah. at least from my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope maybe we'll get some more stories from other people's eyes. Oh but, yeah. So, uh, o- overall, how many miles was the trip? I think it was about twelve hundred. Just, nice. just the UA portion of it. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's. I mean, just the UA, yeah, not the getting there and back part. Yeah, because I had another four thousand miles in that too. Oof. So, um, uh, yeah, that was in the only the only excursion issue I had on that entire thing because I mm-hmm. took the old project excursion all the way out there and back. Nice. Only excursion issue I had was just as I left. I realized I was out of washer fluid. So I went to go fill the washer fluid. Mm-hmm. And the moment I finished filling it, I realized I just filled my washer reservoir with antifreeze. <laughs> because I had mixed 50-50 into an old washer oh, bottle. I had written no. antifreeze on the label, but it was yellow because it was that yeah. universal crap. And so then I was like, so then for like, I didn't have time to drain it because I did it just before I left. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't have time to drain it and fill it. And mm-hmm. I waited like three days till the bugs were really bad. On the <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm going to do it. It's probably going to be sticky, but I'm going to see if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I topped it off with windshield washer fluid yeah. too, but apparently my windshield washer motor's out anyways. <laughs> so I just got to drain it and put a new winch washer motor. So nice. I drove all that with a, you know, I made sure every gas stopped scraping the bugs off the windshield. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, we pretty much ate Cliff Bars and corn dogs and just junk from gas stations. So it was nice to get home to some real food. I say, has you, have you been able to use the restroom since? 
Oh, like yeah. Packing all that fiber in there, yeah, man. I tell you what, man. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, you know, that was, uh, it, you know, I, I maybe another time uh, we could do an episode about things, if I ever did another UA, like things I learned that mm-hmm. to do and not to do. For the most part, I think everything worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there was a few things. Uh, one of the things is I think I might invest in one of those little camp stoves or something. But Those are cool. Tell you what, though. <laughs> Nothing beats sitting there just chowing down on your MRE or your cliff bar mm-hmm. when you're hungry and watching those guys take an hour to have to cook their food and they're just like staring at it like I'm so Hey man, canned ravioli and a straw. Um, it works. There you go. I, I just I, I still wish I'd turn it on the exhaust manifold when we started that. Pretty day, hard to suck I ravioli forgot. through a straw, but maybe no, you, you can. You stab it and eat it like a spoon. Oh. It's like like a big giant toothpick. Oh, I thought maybe you were gonna tell me you could suck ravioli through a straw. Nah, no. Mm. No. I do not possess that capability. Mm. Or do I know anyone who can? But uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a, it was a trip, man. We we had a really good time. Um, I'm eternally thankful to Chad at Quick Draw Brand for giving me this opportunity. I really wish you could have come along. That would have been awesome. Um, one day, you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll get an invite one day, and we can build something and take it. I would really that would be awesome. I would really hope that that could happen one day. Um, I hope the <laughs> event continues now that it's in the hands of a different publication yeah. and all that. But yeah, well. It's technically still, Peterson still exists, but it's online only. Yeah. The corporate structure of this is very confusing to me, and um, it could almost be an entire episode as to how it got to the point that it is today. I believe it. I believe it. But, uh, you know, hopefully our listeners there have enjoyed this and, you know, enjoyed our UA recap. And we, if you're interested in seeing pictures, Go to uh, my personal Facebook page, which is Keith Kodet, K-E-I-T-H-K-O-D-E-T. Uh, look at you my album. Space. Uh, Keith Space Oh, Kodet. nice, yes. <laughs> UA 2020 or Ultimate Adventure 2020. Um, you can also look online the hashtags. Hashtag UA 2020 has got a lot of great pictures. Awesome. So if you just look up the hashtag UA 2020, you'd actually find my stuff and other people's. Nice. Um, you know, go to the wheeling page. There's there's all sorts of places you can find stuff. And four wheeler and is planning on having it in the next couple of months. They'll have the the write up. Uh, Motor Trend the uh, season eight should be up, uh, which is UA twenty twenty should be up in December. Awesome. So that'll be fun to watch. Hopefully, I can find that on somewhere to watch it. <laughs> it's called it's called Motor Trend. Well, like an app or something on Fire Stick or something. Motor Trend. Us. Is it on there? Yes. Oh, well, all right, cool. Yeah, you get it on there, and that's right. you okay. pay like, I don't know, it's 40 bucks a year or something. It's pretty so cheap. Check that out. That's There's awesome. a lot of cool car and truck stuff Yeah, awesome. I'll definitely have to take a look at that. So. John, man, uh, what else you got? Not a whole lot right now. Uh, I mean, work's been, you know, busy. We're kind of dealing with all that stuff and yep. everything going on there. I know, uh, again, well... Wheels in the Woods happened, uh, so we all know how that went at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah. Tell yeah. you what, um, you know, it's been fun. I'm glad we're back in the studio. Uh, you know, it's always uh, absolutely. You know, try to, to keep this back on a regular schedule for all these folks. We should probably actually give an official apology to everyone for our <laughs> our absence lately. <laughs> Well, you know, these I mean, last couple of weeks have yeah. been good, but um, yeah. Well, tell you what, dude, why don't you do your sign off? I think I'm ready to go get some dinner. Sounds good to me. Uh, as always, of course, huge thanks to Mr. Andrew, our producer. 
How he puts up with listening to us every week to make this happen, I don't know. Got to give the man a lot of credit for that. That poor guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any bonus content you want to check out, make sure to check us out on patreon.com slash radio. Access those $2 a month, get a lot of access to extra content. Things we forget to bring up in the show and just general banter, malarkey, BSing. Uh, what other descriptors could we use for content there? Terrible. <laughs> oh, terrible. We're trying to sell oh, this, man. God. All right. Good, high-quality after-the-show content. Yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, we, we do have a lot of interaction with everybody on our Facebook page, 4x4 Talk. Make sure to take a look at that, uh, see any kind of upcoming posts we have. If we ask That's you a, a question, Facebook group. What did I call it? You called it a page. Facebook group, 4x4 Talk. you got to join it. Yeah, what he said. Do yep. that. <laughs> um, and I guess, yeah, other than that, thanks for listening, and have a good one, everybody.